0: The Woman by Tony Bagley, starring Martin Clunes and Geraldine James.
1: He's never been left before. Now he's home alone. And he's scared. I am very frightened to be left on my own. Swatchenegger is Soppy and Malibu House Husband. Why am I left all alone doing the washing while my girl, the career woman, goes out to work?
2: Where's my dinner, bitch?
1: Demi Moore is Arnie's working girl, Robin. Danny DeVito is his house husband trainer. You like my divine sequin, Penny, cutie pie? No, Soppy, no. Kiss me after you give me the flowers, you freak. Uh, where do babies come from, Cutie Pie?
0: You wanna know where babies come from?
1: You wanna know? Yeah, I wanna know where babies come from. How do I know where babies come from? Schwarzenegger, Malibu house husband. He's just plain Soppy. Oh, hum, more hoovering to do. A house husband's work is never done.
0: I
3: didn't realise I had to report in.
0: Now, I've done the hoovering, the hot water's on for your bath, and I've got you some more evening primrose capsules. Thank you, Roy. I've mowed the lawn, too.
3: Men are all the same. Any excuse to become a drudge or plaything. Don't any of you want careers anymore?
0: I found a mobile phone in the stinging nettles.
3: Oh, that'll be Chad's. Who's that on your pinny?
0: Hmm? what oh, Derrida. He's a philosopher. Does the pinny go
3: with a bandana and dungarees, I wonder? Of course it does. What do I know?
0: You won't forget the governor's meeting at five, will you, Jane? It's been cancelled. And Mr Turk wants you to ring him about your car. He says the sunroof... Will you please
3: stop fussing? It's driving me bonkers.
0: Oh, sorry. Just trying to be helpful.
3: (sighs) No, I'm sorry. It really is very helpful for me to have someone who goes out and buys my evening primrose capsules without being asked.
0: That's my way of saying thank you for letting me stay in your caravan.
3: I'm sure it won't be long now before the builders have made your house habitable again. Please go on. Oh,
0: yes, I nearly forgot. Colin Say rang. He'll pick you up at seven.
3: What do you mean, pick me up?
0: He says it's on his way. You haven't forgotten prize giving, have you, Jane?
3: Well, why is Colin Say going to prize giving? He's no longer head teacher.
0: I imagine because it was him who asked Chad to be guest speaker. Twit. He must know Chad's your ex.
3: Yes, well, Colin always was crap when it came to picking guest speakers.
0: <laughs> Doesn't time fly? It's a year since I made my speech at prize giving. Of course, Chad's won't be a patch on mine.
3: I'm not looking forward
4: to tonight. Testing! Testing! One, One, two... two. Uh, If it's all the same with you, Sunshine, I'd rather not sound like a yak being rogered by a dingo.
2: I didn't expect you quite so early.
4: Oh, I'm a pro, love. I like to get myself sorted in advance. Well, I'm allowed to, that is.
2: Oh, yes, I'm sorry about Mr Hollidge. We tend to make allowances. He has certain injuries which preclude a normal life.
4: Yes, you wouldn't believe he's just a janitor.
2: The mood swings are less acute these days. His victim support group's been a great help.
4: Oh, by the way, I thought I'd do the book signing before my speech.
2: What book signing?
4: I'll be signing copies of The Majesty of Nature. Of course, your Mr Hollidge couldn't resist pointing out that he's seen it remaindered in Waterstones.
2: Look, Mr Mann, I heard you mention dingoes just now. Oh, yeah? I know you natural history presenters are fond of your dingo jokes. Only this is a family audience, and some parents might take offence. Offence? I'm sure jokes about dingoes making off with babies are fine for an after-dinner speech, but tonight... Oh,
4: don't you worry, love. There'll be no dingo jokes. My speech will be concerning itself with other wildlife curiosities.
3: Oh, please, God, not now, not like this. What are you wearing? Tin foil. Why are you wearing tin foil? It's a skin conditioning treatment. I've got aloe vera under this lot. It's meant to remove toxins and... Don't even think about it. What? If you point that camcorder at me in this state?
0: No, I, I, th- I thought you'd like to see this. What is it? It's the first page of my novella.
3: A novella as well as a video diary. What's coming out first? The book or the movie of the book?
0: Mm. Uh, Look, no jokes about it being work in progress that hasn't made much progress, please.
3: I'm a teacher. It's my task to nurture this early flowering.
0: It won't make much sense at the moment. It's a sort of stream of consciousness. Don't get aloe vera all over it.
3: It reads like a cross between Finnegan's Wake and Little Women. I assume that wasn't the effect you were striving for. You've
0: got to be different these days. You have if you want to be deconstructed by Camille Paglia anyway. Well, you can call to me announcing I've just started my novella for my video diary.
3: Mind if I get ready first?
0: Oh, look, it won't take a minute.
3: Give it here, then. Oh.
0: Uh Jane? Colin. Oh, d- goodness, I'm sorry. Only the door was open.
3: I'm just uh, videoing Roy.
0: I imagine to the casual observer this looks like some bizarre sexual practice. <laughs> me and my pinny being videoed by a woman covered in tinfoil and aloe vera.
3: <laughs> well, I assure you it isn't, Colin. Some bizarre sexual practice that is.
5: Yeah, she's
0: just a bit
5: eccentric, that's all. Oh no, no, I I didn't for a minute. Well, in fact, I was just thinking. It reminds me of a ceremony I wrote for the festival of Samhain. Sam who? Colin's a druid. A druid?
0: Give over.
5: It's true, I'm afraid.
0: A <laughs> <laughs> druid. Please behave right.
5: Oh, it doesn't matter, Jane. We druids are used to ridicule. <laughs>
4: It's ten to eight now and time for thought for the day. And with us this morning, Colin Say, who's a druid. Good morning. Morning, John.
5: Morning, Sue. Travelling here on the Victoria Line, someone asked me, what's the druid position on London's transport problems? Well, I replied... Although we don't have a policy on London's transport problems, we do have a policy on that larger journey on which we are all embarked.
4: (laughs) Suddenly, Wally Turret was swimming away as fast as his little flippers would take him. Then I saw it, a dirty great pointed white, and it was heading my way. What did you do? Wrestled him.
2: You wrestled a shark? Mm -hmm. I'd have died. Helen, could you go and see if the other governors are here yet? I thought Bob Organ was going. If you could see to that for me, please, Helen. I want to hear how the story ends. I'm uh, having an intimate little buffet in my office after the ceremony. I hope you don't have to rush away.
4: How intimate is intimate.
2: It'll just be you and me. And the Governors.
4: That's pretty much the Governors. I was hoping... Sorry
2: you'd... we're late. Mm.
4: My steering wheel airbag kept inflating. He's been doing that a lot lately.
3: As long as we haven't missed the speech. I'd have been really pissed off to have missed the speech.
4: And you really would have missed something.
3: But you have missed a riveting anecdote, Jane.
2: Oh, really? Has he been telling you how he hyperventilated on the London Marathon?
4: I did not hyperventilate on the London Marathon.
2: Chad's been telling us about the pointed white he wrestled on the Great Barrier Reef. <laughs> Your mobile phone. We found it in the stinging nettles.
4: We? So how is boy Roy settling in? What sort of boy is Roy these days? Rent boy Roy or toy boy Roy? Or does he still answer to Pratt?
3: He's living in the caravan, Chad, as you well know. Mm,
4: Don't expect him to sit on his hands in there. He's toiled long and hard to get this far. He won't call it a day now.
3: That's where you're wrong. All he wants to do is to ponder the meaning of life and do my hoovering.
4: (laughs) That's just to lull you into a false sense of security. You wait. Suddenly, when you least expect it, he'll jump you like a snow leopard.
2: So, Colin, I understand we have you to thank for inviting Chad. Yes,
4: so I
5: gather.
2: Actually, this school has quite a few things to thank Colin for. Well, of course, I'm I'm sure there are some things. Many things, Angela.
5: Nice of you to say that, Jane, but I'm sure
4: Angela will carry on the good work. Yeah, I'm sure she will, too. Angela strikes me as a force to be reckoned with.
2: Oh, oh no, I'm just a, a facilitator. Well, I'd better check no-one's made off with the trophies.
5: Um, I'll come with you, I think. Um, so, who's getting the Joy Bunch
4: Angela? <laughs> Must be driving him wild, him in the caravan and you just a few yards away in the house.
3: Just leave it, Chad, OK? No, just what? leave it!
4: Why don't you just admit it? It turns you on, taunting men.
3: I do not taunt men! It wasn't my fault he walked in while I was swaddled in tinfoil.
4: Tinfoil? Nothing else.
3: And aloe vera.
4: Just tinfoil and aloe vera.
3: That's all. (laughs) Bitch.
4: So, courtship rituals in animals are concerned with the end result of passing on their genes. And because of that, certain situations familiar to Homo sapiens just wouldn't occur in the wild. Take the example of a younger male in pursuit of an older female... A female whose sell-by date, <laughs> a female no longer at child-bearing age. I mean, such a setup is unheard of in the animal kingdom because the male would instinctively know he wouldn't be able to pass on his genes. Of course, in some species, a female might be attracted to the brighter plumage of a younger male, wrongly assuming him to be a good nest builder, and she might also grow tired of the courtship rituals of her older regular mate. But what she wouldn't do is to taunt her regular partner with this younger male with brighter plumage. And having taken up with the younger male, she certainly wouldn't then set about taunting him too. The point being that if, for example, a snow leopard comported itself in this manner, it would be given short shrift by the other snow leopards. (laughs) If it wasn't a solitary animal in the first place, that is. (laughs) Which reminds me of a joke. There was this dingo...
3: just a bad dream. Chad didn't make a bitter, twisted speech to a packed school hall. No, it wasn't. He did make a bitter, twisted speech to a packed school hall.
0: Morning. What do you think you're doing? I brought you some coffee.
3: This is my bedroom.
0: So, how'd it go last night?
3: I thought we agreed to respect one another's personal space.
0: Oh, I forgot to mention, I've got a new ironing board
3: cover. Go away! It was the most embarrassing evening of my life. Even more embarrassing than some of the situations you've got me into. Once again, my dirty laundry has been hung out for the world to inspect.
0: Don't worry, Jane. If he turns up here, he'll have me to deal with.
3: Oh, he'll be terrified, the sight of you and your pinny brandishing the hoover.
0: Gina, you know, maybe it's time you got out of teaching. You... What are you doing? Nothing. You're institutionalized, you see. You need to challenge some of those comfortable assumptions. Shake your fist at Middle England. What's that? Nothing. I mean, look at me. I've never looked back since Dick sacked me. Oh, I could end up like you, you mean. I challenge everything now. I'm free, Jane. Where it counts. Inside my own head. (laughs) The point is, I've taken control of my own life and empowered myself. I no longer have a hierarchical relationship with the world. I no longer privileged special... Now what are you doing?
3: Making a tip for this.
0: So, having empowered myself, I now intend to empower you. I've already empowered you domestically by freeing you from some of those tiresome domestic chores. Now I intend to empower you in other ways. What did you have in mind, Roy? I've given this a lot of thought. I think we should start... Start what, Roy? A creative writing school. What? We'd be joint tutors. You're an English teacher and I'm a journalist. and Novelist and documentary filmmaker.
3: Wouldn't an adult literacy and basic skills group be more your level? Oh,
0: thanks. Thanks a lot.
3: And this is your idea of shaking your fist at Middle England?
0: It's a way of taking control of our lives and putting our experience... T- That's a joint. So? You're smoking
3: a joint. I need narcotic substances to empower myself, you see, Roy.
0: Want some? You're smoking dope in my caravan. I keep it hidden in here, too. Oh, great! But what if the police happen by? I'm the one who gets done. But i
3: just tell them you're challenging some of those comfortable assumptions. Tell them you're shaking your fist at Middle England.
6: Take him out, they said. Terminate with extreme prejudice. The phrase kept running round my head. As I travel further up that river, deeper into the heart of darkness, I got to thinking about this Roy Hitchcock. Kurtz had been easy, they said. Don't expect Hitchcock to be so obliging. Hitchcock's one mean son of a bitch. What made him do it? Roy Hitchcock had it all. Over 200 country diary pieces to his name, almost deconstructed by Camille Paglia. And then, for no reason at all, he gave it all up. Now, he was a loose cannon, out of control, somewhere deep in the home counties. The stories had started coming back. His readiness to shake his fist at Middle England. The caravan where he allowed his landlady to keep her dope. Yeah, Kurtz had been easy. But Roy Hitchcock was something else.
2: Dating this ethical investment broker, she would met. Where was it, Chris?
0: Um, at the Womad Bank holiday weekend, wasn't it?
2: <laughs> You're all fingers and thumbs, Jane.
0: He was on with the policeman's foot, wasn't
2: he? Uh, wasn't
1: that her other friend,
3: the man from Bollums? Bollums are behind
1: bars. <laughs> are they really? Well, I've always had my suspicions. <laughs> there
3: goes another one. Shall I serve, Jane?
0: Oh, I think you'd better, Christine.
3: Jane. There's a man standing at the window with a camcorder.
2: Hello.
3: Oh, you're just imagining it. What you're seeing is my own personal face at the window nightmare. I'm gonna wake up soon and it'll all have been a hallucination. I'm a bit stoned, by the way.
0: Oh, really? We wouldn't have known. Don't mind
3: me. I'm proof. Who is he, Jaden? My personal lodger at the window. Well, he's my pupil, actually. Except he's my lodger now. But he was my pupil. Once.
1: Oh, I'm glad we sorted that out.
3: You run an aftercare service for your pupils, do you? Oh, it's not what you think. He's not a rent boy, toy boy. I mean, he's not any kind of a boy. He's a Roy. My joint's gone out. I think you finished
1: it, Jane.
2: Why don't you invite him in? We'd love to meet.
3: him. No, no, you don't want to meet Boy Roy. He's very, very strange,
1: you know. Somehow, I don't think we'll notice, Jane. Yeah.
3: This is a private party. Shit. My guests don't want to be ethically invested by you. Videoed, I mean.
0: It was just the image I needed. I saw the glass as a bleak, metaphysical divide between those embraced by life and those alienated by it. Go
3: back to your caravan at once and prepare for government. Write your novella.
0: It's not a novella anymore. It asks to be a play. That's what they say on Star of the Week, isn't it? It's asked to be a play, Melvin. Chris and Christine
3: probably think we're at it too. Along with Angela Bloody Churchill and half the school, and Chad, yeah, of course. Yeah, you better
0: sit down. I've be wobbling all over the place.
3: Chad said you'd make your move when I least expected it. You'd pounce like a snow leopard. A snow leopard? No, no. Not like a snow leopard. Like, like, like a sponge. It's difficult to get the
0: two muddled up, I'd have thought. You
3: appeared to me as a sponge in my vision. A sponge at the window. A round pink sponge hovering at the window. Look out!
0: (laughs) Oh, Jane!
3: What are you doing?
0: You nearly fell into the wheelbarrow.
3: Unhand me, Mr Sponge. Hello there. Christine, I'd like to introduce you to Sponge. He was just about to make his move. You've just saved me from being ravished. How do you do? Hello!
0: Oh, God. I was beginning to think you'd never get up.
3: You're covered in paint.
0: Yes, yeah, because I've been painting the outside loo.
3: Did we discuss this, Roy? Yesterday. While well, I was stoned? Afraid so. Tell me the worst. What colour did I decide on?
0: Purple and lime green stripes, a sort of Bridget Riley effect.
3: You overruled me, I hope.
0: Well, mine's not to reason why. Oh, by the way, Chad's MG's park.
4: Morning! Outside. Oh how cosy! Could almost be a scene from Heartbeat. You're both going for the feel-good factor, I see.
3: What do you want?
4: Try throwing out Jane. Yeah? You could try, old son.
3: I'll have my keys back while you're here.
4: Oh, I just had breakfast with Paul and Linda, so I thought I'd motor over here and check out the reviews of my speech.
3: It was okay, as suicide notes go. I assume that was your intention, to blow what little chance we had of getting back together again?
4: I hope I didn't sentimentalise my subject. I mean, let's face it, at the end of the day, a turkey is a turkey. What was your subject? You. What? Funny old world, last year you were guest speaker, this year you were the subject of the guest speaker.
2: (laughs) Can I come in? This is this a pathetic attempt to make me jealous? Oh, what a lovely cottage, Jane. So much potential. I'm
4: taking Angela on a recce. I'm
2: really very excited about it. This is the first time I've been behind the scenes, as well, it were.
4: You're going on a recce with him. did isn't bad enough, I've never watched the finished product.
2: So what's this recce for, then?
4: Majesty of Nature 2, of course. Well,
0: you've got a second series after throwing up over Angela?
4: <coughs> so I'm a bitch to work with, but at the end of the day, Chad Mann makes exciting television. That's all that counts.
2: Teen takes, he made me do. Doesn't he know we snow leopards are as elusive as we are enigmatic?
6: Oh, he's a bitch to work with. <sighs> There's no getting away from him. That's because he's a perfectionist.
2: Have you worked with him before?
6: Oh, yeah. He needed a woolly in Majesty of Nature one and Chadman's World of Animals. I got eaten in both.
2: Oh, he wanted me for Chadman's World of Animals, but oh, I was yeah. unavailable. I was doing a survival special. Zen, the snow leopard and the yeti.
6: Oh, you were playing the lead? Mm.
2: Script was crap, but the money was good.
0: He only wanted me to wrestle him with my eczema, too. Didn't know, pointed white's got eczema. Now I should have listened to my agent. Never work with kids or Chad Mann, he said.
4: Okay, we're ready for the woolly interest
6: now. I'm on. Good luck. I'll need it. I get eaten in this scene.
0: Break a
4: paw, dear heart.
2: So, where are the rest of the crew? What crew? Well, I imagined there'd be location managers, lighting cameramen. It's
4: just you and me, I'm afraid, Angela.
2: Oh. What exactly will we be wrecking?
4: Hmm? Oh, we've done the wrecking. Done it? Did you see those cormorants perched in that pylon back there? Yes. Well, I gave them a quick once-over as I passed.
2: <laughs> Why are you wrecking cormorants in pylons? Um,
4: because... Well, because the first program's going to be about animals who adapt to environments outside their natural habitats. <laughs>
2: feel a bit outside my natural habitat here. It's very remote.
4: Good spot for a picnic, then.
2: We're having it here. Voila. Oh. Is this how you improvised in Chad Man in the Bush?
4: <laughs> You're joking. Most nights we stayed in the Sheraton in Ulara.
2: What about that bit where you broke down in the middle of the outback?
4: Oh, don't remind me. That was a three-mile walk back to the hotel.
2: Three miles? But I thought you were 200 miles from the nearest sheep farm.
4: Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. 200 miles, yeah. Oh.
2: So, uh so how long have you known Jane?
4: Oh, since before I was Chad Man. <laughs> I used to be a teacher, too. Oh. Why don't you come and sit over here, Angela?
2: Goodness, Chad Man with a tartan rug. So? <laughs> a tartan
4: rug. <laughs> you saying tartan rugs are naff? No,
2: no. I'm sure you wouldn't own one if they were.
4: So why don't you join me on it?
2: Have you brought me here to seduce me, Chad?
4: Well, not seduce you, exactly. More to induct you into one or two colourful Polynesian love ceremonies.
2: (laughs) Did you really think I'd be such a pushover?
4: Oh, yes.
2: I'm surprised at you, Chad. Surprised and just a little disappointed. On our first recce, too... What
3: do I have to do, then?
0: Just pan with me as I walk from the caravan.
3: It's a very pedestrian camera angle, you know.
0: Oh, they don't worry about arty-farty camera angles on video diaries. They want life in the raw.
3: You've got as much chance of getting this on video diaries as Manchester had of hosting the Olympics.
0: Just do it, OK?
3: This is just so you can get your ghastly Bridget Riley door in shot.
0: Now, I'll stop at the blue door, shiver a bit, and then go inside. Shiver? Yeah, I'm simulating winter conditions. Cut when I pull the chain. You won't
3: still be here in the... What do you mean, as you pull the chain? I'm not videoing you in the toilet. I'll
0: be simulating that, too.
3: What are you trying to convey, Roy?
0: Well, just that my caravan doesn't have its own loo.
3: You're lucky to have a roof over your head. Oh, I'm not complaining.
0: Mind you, there are drawbacks. Me being in the caravan and you being in the house makes it harder for me to, um, pounce. What? You said Chad thought I'd pounce when you least expected it.
3: I did, didn't I?
0: yeah. So now'd be a good time, wouldn't it? I mean, just ask you to hold the camcorder.
3: We agreed to respect one another's
0: personal space. Yeah, but this is no man's land. Look out. What do you think you're doing? We well, you almost fell into the wheelbarrow again. Do you think you could remove
3: your hands from where they seem to have come to rest?
0: They haven't come to rest yet.
3: And could you give me just a bit more room? You're crowding me ever so slightly.
0: I am crowding you, aren't I? In fact, I seem to have completely wedged you against the door.
3: Well, only in the sense of completely wedging me against the door. The door you've just painted.
0: I seem to recall you weren't so standoffish after the Burtbistle concert. Or the day I got the sack, come to that.
3: Chad was right. You were lulling me into a false sense of...
5: Oh, I'm sorry. I seem to keep putting my foot in it, don't I? Mm.
3: What? Oh, no. I was just about to video Roy going to the loo. Video him simulating going to the loo. I don't get my kicks filming my lodger going to the loo, you know.
5: Uh, absolutely. I
0: didn't for a minute think you did. Mm. Looks like it's a wrap. The line's going anyway.
3: He's making a video diary, you see. And he asked me if I'd hold the camera. Didn't you, Roy? He's gone. Huh. So, what brings you out here?
5: Well, I was at a bit of a loose end. We were going to visit the Hyde and Dimchurch Railway. Then Valerie remembered she had an appointment with her organic and mineral stylist <laughs> She seems to live there since I took early retirement. Does she? Look, Jane, I just wanted to say how touched I was to get your vote of confidence the other day. What vote of confidence? At prize-giving, when you defended me against Angela Churchill. I must confess, it came as a bit of a surprise. I I always got this feeling you didn't think I was, um, well, assertive enough. I could have been a lot more assertive, you know... Um, if the occasion arose.
3: You're assertive enough already, Colin.
5: Thing is, I've got tickets for a murder weekend in Rygate. uh, For this weekend. And I was wondering if you'd like to, um, accompany me. Doesn't Valerie want to go? Oh, she's not too keen after the last one. She was murdered on Saturday morning and didn't have much to do for the rest of the weekend.
3: (sighs) This weekend, you say? I'm afraid I'm painting the outside loo door and I've already got the paint and everything.
5: Ah, I see. Right, not to worry. (laughs) I might give it a miss anyway and go to the NUT seminar instead. It's on coming to terms with early retirement. Sorry. Oh, I know you won't want to come on that. (laughs) You haven't retired. (laughs) In fact, you don't seem to have retired from anything. I hope everything works out for you. With you and Roy, I mean.
3: With Roy? Uh, Oh, no. Roy and I aren't... uh... By the way,
5: Jane, you've got purple and lime green paint all the way down your back. I might give it a miss anyway and go to the NUT seminar instead. It's on coming to terms with early retirement.
0: Yeah, you won't so get anywhere with a I mate?
5: know you won't want to come on that.
0: She'll give you the come on <laughs> one minute, followed by a well-aimed kick to your marriage tackle the
5: next. I hope everything works out for you. With you and Roy, I mean. With Roy? Yeah,
0: uh, Oh
3: chance. no, Roy and I aren't...
0: Yeah, and never likely to be either. Let's face it, Royston, you're doomed to observe life rather than participate in it. Like all great artists.
5: I might give it a miss anyway and go to the NUT seminar instead. It's on coming in. To any terms case, with I should make a talent.
0: lifestyle decision right. to stay celibate while making my video diary. Those of us who take it upon ourselves to chronicle our times must keep our distance from what it is we're you. chronicling. You and
5: Roy, I mean. With Roy?
0: Yeah,
3: this uh, oh, is good no. stuff. Roy and I are um...
1: water. And Action Arnie's back, and this time his dander's up, and he's armed with a camcorder?
2: Where's my dinner, bitch? Uh,
1: will you go out and come in again, honey? Uh, you were out of shot. Schwarzenegger is soppy all over again, and Malibu House Husband, too.
2: What the hell are you doing? Oh, I'm
1: videoing you and cutie pie boffing, honey. Get out of here, you creep! Unable to fulfill himself in the workplace and finding little satisfaction as a Malibu house husband, Soppy tries to make sense of it all by making a video diary. Oh, I don't mind about you and cutie pie boffing, honey. In any case, I've taken a lifestyle decision to stay celibate while making my video diary. Schwarzenegger, Malibu House Husband 2.
0: It'll be mangled by the studio, of course. My audience will have to wait for the director's cut. In The Older Woman by Tony Bagley, Martin Clunes was Roy and Geraldine James, Jane. Nicky Henson played Chad, David Troughton, Colin, and Rebecca Front, Mrs Churchill. Other parts were played by Susanna Corbett
5: and Peter Serafinowicz.
0: was composed by Julian Wastel and the theme sung by Toya Wilcox.
1: The producer was Paul Schlesinger.